0: Porter City presents 21 Days Prayer and Fasting. Theme, Passover and Freedom. Date, 30th May, to 19th June, 2022. Host, God's Anointed Servant, Prophet Nana Seyo Pokusakode. We have to keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. I don't mean that. You have to always pray for a very long time before God answered it. Yeah. There are some prayers in the Bible. God answered the People prayed less than one minute. Yes, sir. One minute. Something took 30 years. What God is trying to tell you is that we don't determine when he answers prayer. So if God has not come through, you must keep pushing. Shall not God avenge his own elect? Today God told me something that developed the message I'm going to pray to you today. That when he heard the cry of Israel in Egypt, it was 400 years. I'll say that again. When the Lord told Moses, I've heard the cry of my children in Egypt, it, they were around 400 years. So all this thing about, I have done everything I need to do. I don't know why God has no said, you don't regulate God. let me go deeper to frustrate you more. Your so-called prophet does not manipulate God. No prophet or apostle or teacher can manipulate God to answer prayer. Position yourself for him to answer your prayer. Ah, Don't manipulate. Amen. Look at the process of prayer. Ask. And just in case you are asking, I'm not coming up. Seek. If you still seek, I don't come and knock. All of them demand different efforts. The effort you need to seek is more than the effort you need to ask. Yes, and the effort you need to knock is more than the effort you need to seek. My God. Mm. That's mm. A bottom line. Now, the thing giving up, it should be out of your vocabulary. <laughs> and it should be deleted from your system. That I am the <laughs> of person with stubborn faith that i will not say no until the answer appears i don't accept no for an answer it's not what i do i am going to stick it was stand, father bless your people and bless your word in jesus name amen let's go back to the law of first hallelujah let's go back to the law of firstborn. i want to show you something here thank you jesus huh now in genesis chapter number exodus chapter 4 and verse number 22 I started by telling you about the law of firstborn. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, that says the Lord, Israel is my son. Israel is my son. Israel is my son. Israel is my son. Is my son. So what's this? Let's say this country, these old people here were Israelites. There were women, there were men, there were boys, there were girls, there were babies, there were old men, there were old women, they were young, they were old. God put all of them together and say, the whole nation is my son hear this I want to show you a principle here God came by and said Israel is." somebody say Israel Israel is my son now listen the, the name Israel it came as a result of prophetic a supernatural encounter the man that encountered the name Israel was called Jacob he met an angel and struggled with that angel now people some theologians believe that that one was God so he struggled with God to daybreak and then the the, the, the angel told Jacob that day is breaking. It means that I don't want people to see me physically. So leave me and let me go. And Jacob said that, if you don't want to be disgraced, then bless me. If you don't bless me, I won't let you go. Now, theologically, it's in the form of traveling and intercession prayer, a form of petition prayer, a kind of prayer that you are persisting and traveling with God. So he said, if you don't leave me, I will not let you go. And he said, you have to bless me. Bless me. Now, at the time the man was talking about blessing, Jesus Christ, he has cattle, goat, men seven, men seven. he left his father-in-law's house as a nation. He was moving with a troop. In fact, when he sent through to go and meet his he counted the number of sheep he was trying to give to his So, what kind of blessing is he looking for? That means a material possession is not enough hear this, you can have material possession but there's a death sentence on you. At that time, there was a death sentence on Jacob by Esau. That any time I see you, I'm going to kill you. Now watch this. When the angel met him and asked him that, bless me, the angel asked him, what is your name? Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think God asked your name because he doesn't know your name? No. Everybody God met in the Bible, he mentioned their name. Nobody gave more names than God. What is your name? And he said, My name is Jacob. And he said, From today, your name shall no to be called Jacob, but Israel. So the name Israel came from God's mouth. He get, so that encounter moved Jacob from individual to a nation. One encounter, it changed somebody from individual to become a nation. Once God said, Your name shall be called Israel, then the guy moved from individual to become a nation. Remember, his mother had a prophetic word that two nations are in your womb now from that very day one nation was born and the name of that nation is called israel god came back and said that nation israel is my son yes. now watch this if he my first born so among all the nations in the world god has a firstborn. Yes. Hmm. watch this there were other nations around, but the devil was interested in God's firstborn. He didn't care about any other one. The nation, the one the devil was interested, in is God's firstborn. So God called Israel His firstborn. God said. Israel is my firstborn. The devil was not interested in other nations that were more powerful than Israel. They were even trying to become a nation. And the devil was not interested in Egypt. The devil was not interested in Amalekite. He was not interested in Canaanite. In fact, when God caught a land that flowed with milk and honey, it was not a bare land. People were already living there. So there were people already enjoying the milk and the honey, but the devil was not interested in them. The one is interested to oppress is God's firstborn. Are you a firstborn in an area? I'm going to show you a revelation. If you don't go by the principle I'm telling you, Satan will oppress you. Watch me. She's going to. He's interested in every firstborn. And it's not firstborn that opened the womb. The firstborn that became a millionaire. The firstborn that married first. The, and some of you, let me tell you something. You are firstborn in five areas. Some of you are first born in about 10 areas in your life. There are things that have happened to you that It has never happened to anybody in the family. You have become first born in that one. You are the first born to get wedded. You are the first born to have twins. You are the first born to finish your, your doctorate. You are the first born to finish that. And that's what I call the law of seed and pattern. Now hear this. When a chief dies, by the time they bury the chief. In fact, if where I come from, you don't even bury a chief until you still the chief. So, somebody must sit on the throne to even bury the one that was dead. So, in the natural and even in the satanic way, they don't leave a vacuum. What about the spiritual world? Watch this. So, they believe in the principle of seed and pattern. That is why if the devil succeeded in oppressing your great-grandfather with poverty, he stands stand the chance of repeating it in a bloodline. Now, watch this. There is a reason the battle in your life has become very fierce. Some of you don't understand why things are so difficult for you. I can tell you the answer in a simple statement. The reason why Satan is so interested about your life is that you are changing a battle. Oh, no, 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 no. You didn't hear what I said. The reason why he's so interested about your life is that after generations of years, you are trying to change a pattern. Israel is my first one. Look at the way Jesus even describes some things. <laughs> Grace talk about fornication as taking somebody to the bedroom and naked in the person and sleeping with the person. That is, that is law. Grace said that Grace pick it from the spirit realm. Grace said you don't need to naked the person. When you imagine it and you laugh us as, as that woman it means that you are having intercourse in the spirit. Yeah. And it was said by Jesus Christ. The greatest ignorant of the body of Christ in our time is the way we have misinterpret and wrongly defined grace. Make it look like it presents everything easier. Yeah. If you study the grace, it's more difficult than even law. Yeah. The bars of grace is very high. The law said, "If I look at you, I don't imagine. No matter what I imagine, I have not seen. I must practically do it for God to call it a sin." Grace said, "No, you don't need a practical aspect. I judge you before even you enter the practicals." Yeah. So, with all half-naked women walking around town, show me a man who was not fornicated. Yeah. unless your mind is very strong. No, you have to understand the principle tomorrow, your praise. I'm telling you the truth. That's what Jesus said. So, you have to have a strong spirit. You have to have strong principles. You have to have your spirit loaded with the word of God and see a beautiful woman and not capture her in your memory. That's right. And unfortunately for men, we work with the mind. Mm-hmm. Everything about us is controlled by what we see and what we meditate on. A woman can see when nothing will happen to her. But if a man see a naked woman, this is our problem. If our God even said he said, Man, look at the outward. So our problems are we are looking. (laughs) If you are a man and you are sitting down bracketed, I don't know where you are coming from. Maybe the devil has changed you or something the problem is that god said he says man look at your outward appearance he didn't say that about we say man so if you're a man and god has not sanitized and anoint your eyes it will create a problem for you it is a it is a it is a wrong looking of your eyes that is not making you get satisfied with your wife because another that image has appeared that has attracted your attention that make you forget that one is at home. I'm teaching. Man, look at the outward appearance. And all these are principles. And let me tell you something. Much as Africa, we are going through all these principles in bondage, in oppressing, idol worship, polygamy. We have complicated our issue. There are things that you go to the Western world. That look like an abomination is, is normal for us. One of the biggest economy in Africa, the president used to have about six wives. I will not mention because that's where you come from. No, who said it's an issue now. In that, that particular background, you don't have to be born again to practice that. It's a culture. So the culture of a certain tribe, certain kind of other environment. Geographical so locations and other tribes and other race is that whether you are born again or not, stay with your wife. Yeah. Look at that complication. If you have money and you have one, one woman, I see something is wrong with you. Yes, yes. No, most African men start making having problems when God blesses them with money. God blesses them with money. Hey, that is why I don't trust you sitting here with your beer. No, now you are broke. I'm waiting for you to become a millionaire. And see whether you still stay in church. No, no. If an African woman, African man doesn't love women, either he's broke or he fears God. But if you see an African man that God has blessed with finances, and he's keeping one wife either he's, uh, if go and check the background either he's broke he's dealing with something beyond his control or deep down he has he has he has a, 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 a mental rooted spirit of the fear of God and apart from that he cannot be trusted Israel is my firstborn what a problem we have with firstborns joking no So, you go to school, you see somebody who is very good in a class. He's top of the class. He doesn't learn. After lectures, he will not even learn. He will get 90%. You see them start smoking weed. Because they become a firstborn, but they don't understand the position where they are. They are changing a pattern. It is not a mistake that you are the first to become a graduate, it's a seed and a pattern. It's not a mistake that you are the first to have a wedding. It means that you can be sitting here and in the devil's timetable, you are first born in 10 aliens. And the Satan she crosses her. Oh. Why are you going through the things you are going through in the marriage? Because in your family, you were not supposed to have a wedding. Checking from the background, nobody has ever had a wedding. You are the one that has a wedding. So you have set out a seed and a pattern. What you are doing is that you are opening the door for generations to enter. And this is where I'm going to show you something. Thank you, Jesus. So no wonder, when we get saved, and God takes us from darkness and brings us to light, he gives us principle to live in. Listen to what Paul said. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The law, so now he's applying a principle. A, um, a principle is an established law. And Paul is saying that this thing has become a natural and a spiritual law. I am rescued from the law of the spirit of life, the law of sin and death. And the law of sin and death, when of God rescue, I enter the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Paul said that. When you enter there, don't infringe on the other side. Wow. Wow. Why should it infringe? It will empower the devil to destroy your firstborn party. So, girl, there is no nation God punished than his firstborn. There is no nation that when they start misbehaving, God opened the door for their punishment than the one they call their firstborn. If God loves you, be careful. If you are very precious to God, be careful. If you mean a lot to God, be careful. If he has a mental plan for your life, you can't just live very hard. And let me tell you something. He doesn't punish you and let you go free. He punish you, deal with you, and still make sure you obey him. He put one prophet in the belly of a wheel for three days. When the prophet came by, he called the place hell. I'm surprised he called it hell because he had never been to hell before. But from his imagination and the message he had about hell, he concluded that where I went, there is no difference between that place and hell. And as if when he came back, God is going to punish you, go and sleep. God said, go back to the place I sent you. When God loves you, be careful. He would disgrace you and make the journey long for you, for you to get there. Somebody of this, Israel is my firstborn. Exodus chapter number 4 and verse number 23. Go to verse number 23. Watch this. Huh. And I say unto thee, let my son go, that he may serve me, and if you refuse to let my, him go, behold I will kill or slay your son if thy firstborn. So because you took my firstborn I'm coming after your firstborn. Did he do it? Yes. Practically. Practically. Can I tell you something? Position yourself and give God opportunity to deal with your enemies. And don't misbehave. It tells you to position yourself and give God an opportunity to deal with your enemies. Now, let's come back and see. Who is God crying for his firstborn? Where is his firstborn? The firstborn is in under oppression. So, if that is so, whatever area Satan finds you as a firstborn, if he managed to get you, he's going to oppress you. So all this about the firstborn and the law of firstborn preaching is that if you get to his hands, she wants to oppress you. He oppressed God's firstborn for 400 years. They were there. They were there. And they were there. Can I go to my next point? When you become a firstborn in any area, firstborn to become a millionaire, firstborn to have academic excellence, firstborn to have a glorious marriage, you come under the, the devil's radar. Just in case you misbehave and you get to his camp in bondage. Mm-hmm. The only thing God will hear and intervene is your cry. Yeah. And your cry is not ma, ma, ma. It's your prayer. Amen. What did God have? Interestingly, so I, I was reading this guy say does it mean god is sitting in heaven he can't hear anything he can't see anything so does it mean that now let's go to exodus let me show you something exodus chapter 2. let's read from verse number 23. exodus chapter 2 and verse number 23. let me show you something and it came to pass in the process of time that the king of egypt died everybody said the king of egypt died do you know what the bible is talking about the king of egypt okay so the king of Egypt that Joseph interpreted the dream. Joseph found favor with the king such a way that Joseph gave the dream interpretation, also gives solution to the problem. As a result of that, he became the head of the whole country. It was a superpower at that time. It's like me, Prophet. Nana, I have gone to you, have sold me to America. And when you sold me to America, I went there to Potiphar's House to go and work. The chief of defense staff. And then I was sent naturally to some place and i came to interpret the dream of biden and biden looked at the vice president that woman and say step aside let her not say take over the holies that is the picture it will not happen so don't lift your hand now watch it. so take over the country and i took over the country as a result of that god told me that i should come to ghana and carry all my family so the American president allowed me to come to Ghana because there was hunger. Everybody is running to America to buy food. And one day my brothers that sold me came there to buy food and I recognized them. But because I became so blessed and powerful, even my voice has changed, they couldn't recognize me. My stature, my voice, my size, my weight, I am talking. Wow, what a blessing. Now watch this. At the time, at the time Joseph was in Egypt, he was already in he, he was in, he was a Baringoa. He was speaking multiple languages. Joseph understands Hebrew, he understand Arabic. Hmm. Is not that those people they call them Baringuas or something? Yeah. If you speak more than two languages, I'm a i can speak yeah. away, I can speak English. <laughs> <laughs> I first stop, why are you laughing? What are you talking about? Huh? Now watch this. So do, do you know the interesting thing. Joseph will speak to the people in Arabic, and there is somebody in Egypt who understands Hebrew. And the guy will interpret it to the Hebrew guys. But the Hebrew guys talk among themselves. He understands. Yeah. Watch this. Now the guy is so powerful at that time. But the Bible says at the point. As age go by. Joseph died. And the king that favored. Joseph also died. So there was another king that don't know Joseph. Whatever you have is not permanent. Yeah. You have to build structures to handle it. Make sure your children serve the law. Watch this. And it came to pass in the process of time that the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel signed. Now go, take me to the New Living Translation. I love to go there. Years pass, and the king of Egypt died but the Israelites continued to groan under the burden of slavery. They grow. They cried out for help. Their cry rose up to God. If you read some some of the translations, they bracketed the cry pray. They cried out to God. And the Bible said their cry rose up to God. It means that God can see what you are going through but he must hear your voice before he can act. Hey, do you hear what I'm talking about? Can I tell you one of your greatest mistakes? Is to sit down and think that God knows so he should intervene. She will look at you and see you die in that trouble. God saw their slavery, but he heard their cry before he act. Go to the next verse and look at something. Go to the next verse. Look at something I want to show you. God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He didn't see you. He heard. He heard. May the Lord hear your voice in prayer in church. May the Lord hear your voice in prayer when we are in the studio. May the Lord hear your voice in prayer. And today God told me something. Whenever you get a revelation from the word of God, they are opening your understanding to the place and the place is prayerful. Pray there. Because that is where you got the revelation from. So I know the things I'm teaching you here. If you stick and pray and I agree with you, you are coming out of some bondage now. Now, watch this. And God ahead. it. Now look at the last verse. Watch this. That is when I look. He looked down on the people of Israel and he knew it was time to act. This, 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 this one caught my attention. God is looking down on Porter City and looking down on the Porters, and I can hear God say it is time to act. It is time to act on their wedding. It is time to act concerning their marriage. It is time to act concerning their finances. It is time to act. Hey! It is time for God to act. It is time for God to act. No. That means that whatever you are going through, don't just give up on it. There is a time God acts. Yes, 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 yes. They have been oppressed for a very long time and God came down. The oppression was 400 years. Can you look back and see that there has been some oppression in your background? I wrote some things down. I was just defining oppression. I was thinking, I stayed there in bed and I was just in my prayer room and I'm thinking about oppression. When the Bible says oppression, what is it? There is one you know is called depression, and it's very common in your mouth. She's depressed. He's, de- he's depressed. The girl is depressed. And sometimes doctors can find out that you are depressed. Now, depression is your responsibility. So anytime you are depressed, there is something you are not doing right. For instance, I'll give you one. Depression is a demonstration of the absence of the joy of the Lord. So, anytime you lose your worship and you lose your praise, depression will take over. Now, hear this. But nobody, ah, let me put it in a better way so that you understand. Depression is your responsibility. Oppression is the devil's responsibility. So, when you hear people are oppressed, Satan is behind it. But the devil is not permitted to oppress anybody who is not depressed. Lord Jesus Christ. maybe I, 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 Let me stand in the middle and say you get it. So watch this. Can I go over it again? Depression is your responsibility. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So anytime you lose your praise, you lose your worship, you've forgotten about your God, depression starts by changing your mood. It's, it's, you start having swinging moods. You start having... A, 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 and it's difficult for depressed people to worship. It's difficult for you to enjoy depressed people. In fact, depression is very infectious. Don't get around depressed people. When you get around them, they start talking, you will lose your praise. Now watch this. Now, so, 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 depression is your responsibility. There is something you're supposed to do that. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. For you to go and preach the gospel, and they catch you and they beat you, and God is watching for them to beat you can bring depression. Depression is that you were expecting God to do something that you think he didn't do. So Paul and sailors went to preach the gospel. They beat their back, naked them, and put them in prison. But they didn't lose their joy. Watch this. They can beat you. They can take your clothes. But they can't take your place. Yeah. So Paul and Silas was kept in prison. They have two options. They either just sit down and started having a pity party. So Paul looked at pity on it and said, What is the use of all this gospel? Huh? This gospel we are preaching, is that the way they are going to beat us? And this God promised that He's going to protect us. What is going on? And Silas is crying. My wife even told me not to go, and I came. I remember Paul said, I mean, I don't have a wife. But my sister, my wife's sister's son was there and said, The Lord that time they were killing you. Stop following this thing you are doing. You. I should have listened to the boy. But they didn't do that. The Bible said, When they get to the prison, ha, Paul and Silas pray and sang praises, and the prisoners head there, it was not a silent prayer it was a loud one. That means that. The spirit of depression couldn't affect them. Now watch this. So anytime you are sad, anytime you are moody, anytime you are thinking about your problem, instead of thinking about God, or let me put it in a better way, anytime you magnify your problem above God, depression enters you. Now this is it. The devil is just walking around and he has a sensor. And the sensor scan around. So, when he comes to him and he hit the sensor say, Quick, 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 he so What does he say? This one is depressed. Then he sense oppression. So, what is oppression? There are spiritual oppression, there are physical oppression. Spiritual oppression, part of them is sickness and disease. So, once you are depressed, Satan will find something and drop it in your body. Physical oppression is what Israel went through, slavery. You are being used to do things that they don't deserve to use you that way. So when they came to Africa and captured the slaves and sent them to build Europe and the United States, they were oppressing them. And the oppressing, that is physical oppressing. Physical oppressing. Physical what? Oppressing. So they oppress them. Now, oppressing can affect your state of mind. Oppressing can affect you in any other area. So once you become a firstborn in any area, one number, one target is that the devil is looking for you to oppress you. That is why he attacks anything that looks successful around you. If you don't know who you are, you play into his hand. So, a firstborn must not commit fornication. A firstborn must not chase people's husbands. A firstborn must not have a sugar daddy. And a firstborn must not have a sugar mommy. Now, let me tell you something a sugar mommy is more dangerous than a sugar daddy. I don't have any spoke inside. It's self-explanatory. Tomorrow I'll explain. A mommy that's a sugar. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Some of you were. Unfortunately, you've forgotten where God picked you from. When one prophet saw their misbehaving, he said, this is what he saw. Ecclesiastes, the writer, said that. There is this evil I saw under the sun. Princes were walking and slaves were sitting on horses. Once you see that oppression has taken place, you are not in a position that you deserve. They will not give it to you. So, along the line, I am going to give you seven mature things that when you sense God is doing something in your life that he has not done anybody in your family, be careful. You must wake up in your consciousness and tell yourself, because of where I'm going, there are some things I can't do. So, when Joseph was in Potiphar's house, he was a firstborn. What was he firstborn? He came to meet this slave. She was the first slave. He came to meet this second slave. He came to meet this third slave. She came to meet this four, fifth, six. He was the sixth and probably seventh slave. But when he came there, God took him from the back, straight, and made him a head of people that he came to meet. And because of that thing, she can never misbehave. Now, watch this. When you become a firstborn in an area, Satan will organize Mrs. Potiphar. Oh, it's a good place for you to clap better than what was saying. She will organize Mrs. Potiphar. Satan will enter Mrs. Potiphar. Satan, not because you have a feeling to have sex, but the devil wants to break seed and pattern. She wants to knock it out. Whoa! I'm telling you, okay? If there is anybody God has had mercy on, it's you because of the kind of mistakes you have made and the Lord is determined to still rescue you it's a good place not to sit down by standing up and giving him a clap of it because some of you have made grave danger mistakes grave danger mistakes grave danger mistakes you have faced the consequence God has dealt with you But he has to put you on the track of blessing. She has never let you go. Sometimes, aren't you surprised that God still loves you? Because if you are God, you have given up on yourself. You have to be surprised. We have made terrible mistakes. Even when we have come to light, and we have come to know the truth, still behave like we have never heard the truth jesus christ a lady gave a testimony yesterday said that i was a lawyer and i was tormenting my husband so when the woman tormented man the woman knew said you remember that testimony she knew and he said the lord opened his eyes to mommy and i think she saw the calmness and the lord used as a counter to open light and he said he changed now look at the woman by you and say you can change tell them you can change now listen don't fight what i'm saying say what about the men i'm talking about you god is talking about you first look i say you can change tell the person you can be sober you can be lovely you can be attractive you can treat your husband well you can give him sex as any time as he wants. you can do that you can do that if you are not married, learn it before you marry. You can do that. You can do that. You can do that. You remember I told you that sometimes we even do better when we are not married than when we got married. Oh, yes. I, I, I'm very sorry to, I'm very, very sorry, please. I'm sorry to remember you of your past. But, but, but do you remember your boyfriend, Kisile Akokoko? Do you remember him? You remember you used to give him sex in the car? You remember you used to give him sex at the back of somebody's wall? Yeah. Oh, please, don't stop me. What are you talking about? Huh? What is that? And you are trying to pretend that you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to tell you. I apologize to tell you that. I'm sorry, but I have to still tell you the truth. Now, Kinsa Koko, Koko didn't even deserve you. But you, I mean, you gave him, you will smooch him at the back of a car. taught you how to drink Guinness. And unfortunately after all this he didn't marry you. Now you have come to get a Holy Ghost filled. Anointed prayerful man. God has given him to you as a gift. Now when he touch you I'm tired. When he touch you I'm tired. Where is Christian Coco? Why did you need to go and marry the girl? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, Jesus. Lord, they are stopping me so I won't preach. What are you talking about? We are, we are very funny people. We have funny behavior. Sometimes when God looks at us, does he doesn't know what to do with us. We do well in sin and in righteousness. That's what we do. There are women here. Now, Richard Robert told me, he said, Nana, every, all married problem is sex and money. And he said the majority is sex. I said, Richard, why? He said, I will explain when you grow. You understand? But he said, a man is born to have sex. Yes. Yes. You want him to say no? Only a man can say. All oh, the rest of didn't say it. yes. They are hypocrites. They are. They are. They are funny, and they don't know. That's what it is now. Hear this. Hear this. Hear this. Hear this. Hear this. Hear this. Every man here. This guy. This guy. this guy. He carried four generations. Every man you see carry four generations in there. Billions of spermatozoa. Four generations. Uh, he, said, he, said, he 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 said, I will visit the iniquity of the man from the first to the third to the fourth generation. So the adultery he commits it affects four generations. That is why Abraham encounter with Hagar has never ended. Yeah, religious people make it look like, what is sex? Sex is administration. Yeah. Can I go deeper? Sex is worship. Yeah. Because, the reason is because it's a life producing act. Everybody, grew standing here came through that act. Without that, God cannot multiply. His purpose will be fruitful. But he gave a context in which it must be done. Now watch this. So, this thing about you not loving your husband use see, because every woman knows that he can use that as a weapon Amen. every woman knows it no oh. you know that when you don't give your husband food he can go to trouble one yes. day is... I told my wife something I said listen everybody can do anything any woman on earth can do everything for me but there's one thing if I demand it from another person it can cut me off from God ah. And that one, you are the only one who is permitted to give it. And if you use it as a weapon, one day you stand before God. Because all our attitude, it doesn't end on earth one day. So look at the way God put it. God knows that you can use sex as a weapon. So he said, when you marry, your body is not for you. Listen, 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 listen. So, so that's what it is. No, when it comes to sexual act between a man and a woman, if you are somebody's wife, he has a sole proprietorship on your body. Why you people quiet on me? know one of the reasons why there's a lot of divorce in our generation do you know the reason why there's a specific one but in the spiritual dimension the reason why there is so much fighting in marriages confusion, misunderstanding is because of the one who break the sea hmm. god in his context expect that the man that have sex with you for the first time is the one not supposed to have sex with you for the rest of your life but some of us have thirty before we met our husband or our wife thank God for grace now we will be born again but we have battles to fight we will be born again but there will be interferences mm. no when you listen to Portia might get to a place you say cha-cha, 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 cha-cha. it means there is interference that is how your life is yes. isn't it amazing that people can marry meet their former relationship and still have sex with them. Plenty. It has happened. Because the covenant is still operating. And when they are careless, it is dangerous to marry and still have a certain connection with your former relationship. We can't promise what you do one day. Today, I even didn't want to come. I don't know why I came. No, God brought you. <laughs> That's what it is. All this thing religiously, we sit in church and you go to church, you hear religious message You come. This is the practical way I'm preaching to you. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. If I now listen, listen, as a man of God, I would never befriend any girl that was my girlfriend at school. No, I'll never do it. If I see them coming, I'll pass here. <laughs> I will not have their number. I don't think I have spoken to. No. I pray for God to keep them far away from me. You are still testing your former boyfriend. You guys are still texting. It looks like it's not harmful, but it's just a matter of time. You are still testing. Hi, hi. How Are you? How are you? Don't pretend you don't know. Go to your phone, it's there. Go there. Go to your phone. You are stored a cinema cook you because your husband will see it. So, you are stored it. A colleague, some of you, driver, some of you, uh, uh, cleaner. If you were a man here and you are still talking to your former girlfriend and you are stored your name cleaner, so shall it be for you may you clean tech may you clean ah, and more to jesus comes nobody cares you i've made a woman kiss you can you imagine prophet nana i'm talking to my former girlfriend and i'm standing here preaching he has told my number uh, uh, he has told my number Fita. and to be pretty said and cry and i'm a that and i'm a pumpy kind I'm not against fitter. There are fitters that are rich, but I'm not called to be a fitter. Think about it. Ah, somebody went to visit his girlfriend and the phone was breaking on silent and he saw a name come, Cristiano Ronaldo. He said, hey, what is that? Cristiano Ronaldo? hey, my, my, my girlfriend knows these footballers. Okay, then the phone, the guy didn't pick it. the thing card then at the point he started blinking again kaki, kaki, kaki. Huh. then the, the name came on it Didier Droba uh, ah, it's really going on here why that's, that's my, my my fiance no footballers like that he put it down hey. then another call started coming huh. man. Hey. then he said the guy said something told him call your fiance. When he call, he sounds that, and his name a Mercy. Number 10. They <laughs> said, don't play with a woman. Look at a woman and say, how have you stolen my name? Tell them, how have you stolen me? So it's not, not, the name they call, is not the name on their phone. It's a different name. This guy has never even kicked a ball, but in the phone, he's a messy. think about it. That means that all the Cristiano Ronaldo's and the DJ drobers and the Mayors, they are also competitors. All of them are, the position. They are scoring. All of them are scoring. Powerful. Powerful. And if you have a team and you have a Neymar and you have DJ Droba and you have Cristiano Ronaldo and you have Messi, what kind of striking team? Hey! As go oh, for goals with the quad you may think i'm joking i'm telling you practical things that people are doing there are people here god has blessed they forget where they are coming from they are misbehaving tomorrow i'll take you to details and show you i will give you 20 symptoms of oppression when you are being oppressed once you see one of these symptoms Satan is oppressing you There is something interesting about heaven. Married covenant does not take you there. That is why you it's stupid to marry and a husband say, Don't go to church. Tell him you are my husband, you are not my Lord. I refuse to follow you to hell. I will give you sex and go to heaven. Because it's not the father you marry a woman that's not me, even if you marry a pastor, it doesn't guarantee your heaven. That's it. It's individuality. I promise you. There are people in ministry. Either the men will not go, their wife will go. Or the wife will go, the men will not go. One of them. They don't know Christ. They are not Christians. They have no relationship with Jesus Christ. Their names are not in the book of life. Being in church does not mean you are in Christ. You can cover a church. If all the church people are going to heaven, Jesus has come. There are denominations in there over a billion if everybody's name is in the book of life, Jesus has come. Mm. Now watch this. What is really rapture? It's not, is it the first time God has raptured people? I want to give you a revelation. There was a prophet called Noah. Mm-hmm. He preached the gospel. Yes, when judgment day came, the judgment day was a ray. Mm-hmm. The rapture is the ark. Mm-hmm. Because there was no permission to go to us. So when he rapture them, he put them in an ark. Mm-hmm. So Noah and the eight souls that were in the ark, they were raptured. After that, everybody died. One day, when the righteous is raptured, all the rest will die. Mm. So it's not the first time. It's not. It's not the first time. God has never destroyed the world for the first time. So it doesn't look anything. It's not a new thing for God. He has done it before. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Or Or you have gone home? Look at your neighbor and say i i can see that you are first born tell the person i can see do you know if some of you are the first to be beautiful in your family oh yes oh yeah there's nobody in your family that is nice some people face oh some of them don't know you are the only one who looks very pretty the way you walk your skin color I there you. no i mean me, look at you. Nobody in your family looks like you. I'm telling you. When there's a funeral and you go there, you could see that you are different. Now, can I go deeper? Do you know nobody in your family children look like your children? Nobody's children look like your children. The way they walk, the way your family, your son, and the, some of them, their children walking in Ghana, if you look at them as if they were born in abroad. Their attitude, their accent, the way they behave. Hey. do you know when I was growing up I was watching television only Sunday evening oh. and it was days. the most powerful movie I watched is Abyssinia Ha, yeah. hey. Abyssinia some of you don't know what I'm talking about you are not in that generation and you bath before you go there black and white Ha. Hey. of this generation don't know what i'm talking about they don't understand i see god bring you out of depression sit down and write this five before i go oppressing presses you down when you are struggling to succeed oppressing presses you down when you are struggling to succeed so israel was struggling to succeed but egypt was pressing them so, when you are in oppression, you struggle to succeed. Today, we break the spirit of oppression from your life. Shout a louder, amen. Oppression is when you are going from one disappointment to the other. So, when you see that, this guy come and propose a leave. This one can propose a leave. The spirit of oppression is there. Oppression is when you are going from one disappointment to the other. So, I mean, You can't explain why these disappointments are happening. I told a lady, just told me, I've married five times. Five. And I still don't have a husband. Is it new? Jesus met one of the Samaritan women So it's not new. When he said it, that's where my spirit goes in the scripture. Oppression is when you are going from one disappointment to the other. Ha. And can I tell you this? Hmm. Oppression is a mind destroyer. Oppression is what a mind destroyer. If you keep being oppressed, 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 it will affect your mental state. It will affect your state of mind. It will change your thinking. You you start having stinking thinking. thinking. Oppression. So when God went to Egypt, she was going to rescue people from oppression. I've heard their cry. This week, may the Lord rescue somebody from oppression. Your arm is too weak for you to get a blessing. How many do you have there? Three? Huh. This one is a very heavy one. Oppressing has no respect for persons or race. So forget about, I, 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 I have my doctorate. Oppressing doesn't care. You can be a professor, the spirit of oppression will cut all of you. Haven't you seen some professor who doesn't shave their hair? No. Haven't you seen some people, when they tell you that they are learning people, you can't believe it you want to university, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. It has no respect for persons or race. Oppression is when your sleep is being disturbed or when you oversleep. Oppression is when your sleep is being disturbed or when you oversleep. When you oversleep, you are oppressed. When you don't sleep, you are oppressed. Do you know some people can sleep for about 5-15 hours? Mm. Oh yeah. No, there are people they can't sleep. Like, haven't you seen people like that? Yes, they can sleep. Yes, and there are some people too, they can't sleep for one hour. They wake up. They wake up. They'll be watching. All of them are oppression. Sleep is a gift from God. He gives his beloved sleep. He gives his beloved sleep. He gives his beloved sleep. He gives... This boy ask my wife, ha, if I touch bed, two minutes, I'm gone. No, hardly does my wife converse with me at bed. Just go to the hall and talk. In the bed, you can be talking. I'm gone. <laughs> what is the next point I gave to you now? Huh? Oppressing is when you have an abnormal appetite. When you eat too much or eat too little abnormal appetite abnormal appetite when you eat too much or eat too little you are oppressed you are not correct you must not eat too much you must not overeat. you must not under eat a false balance is abomination are you getting a picture now it's very important for you to understand hallelujah all this happened to the people of israel they were under serious oppression do you know there are people walking in church they are oppressed but they don't know yeah oppressing huh oppressing is when you have abnormal sexual appetites write it you are oppressed abnormal. abnormal 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 a woman came to me and said papa i know you have told us that we shouldn't deny our husband sex i'm trying." but my husband I can have sex every day. Wow. I said, bring him to me. <laughs> I call tighty, and God's I say, people have to do something about this one. It's not abnormal. Abnormal. I told the man, I said, you die very early. You will kill yourself for nothing. Abnormal. Amen. oppression is when a person is so upset with life that he refuses to go out. Or oh, she wants to end his life. So anytime you are suicidal, you are oppressed. You are so fed up with life that you want to end your life. You are oppressed. Only a demon will want you to kill yourself. It is not normal for because there's nothing you are going through that somebody's not going through the West. You say you are owing. Do you know how much Ghana owes? Do you know America owns China a lot of money, and America is so enjoying? You just want to borrow somebody's thousand dollars. dollar. You don't have the money to pay. You say you are taking your life for what? You are courting with a guy. The guy say you marry you. Then you say you are going to kill yourself for what? <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with you. If you know the reason why people kill themselves, listen to me. And if you kill yourself, chances are that you won't go to heaven. How do I know that? Judas, Judas killed himself. God said he has, he, he has taken his, his place. You have no right to kill yourself. No right to kill yourself. Casting all your care upon him, he cares for you. You are not the only one who is owing. Everybody who served God and serving God has owned somewhere, somehow. Now, everybody owns. For instance, you owned your husband this night. It's a debt. Every woman that is married is owing. Yeah. I will not explain. That is it. There's nobody. You don't have the to kill yourself. How many do you have? Eight. Right now. This why is heavy. I will add two and close. Oppressing is when you refuse to forgive yourself. You are oppressed. I don't care what you have done, somebody has done the worst. Abortion, you did only two, somebody did ten. Taking people's husband, ah, you just took two. Even the two cry, the second one was not really proper. That one it was there, uh, come and i would do good dinner. Some people legally take it and they show their face. Somebody to a woman, point of correction, our husband. And doesn't have a ring. He has not killed himself. When you refuse to give yourself forgive yourself, you are you are under serious oppression. It brings you to a demon. The demon responsible for those who don't forgive themselves is called a demon of guilt. And guilt weakens your faith. Because anytime you try to take something from God, guilt will remember you that you are not qualified. So the spirit of guilt makes your prayer become weak. Because the devil gives you reason why God will not answer your prayer. Even when God answered you, you won't glorify his name. So, listen. Refusing to forgive yourself eh, brings you under demonic oppression. And let me tell you something. What are the symptoms of people who don't forgive themselves when they keep asking forgiveness of one sin? Can I say that again? There is a sin you commit. Every day you ask God to forgive you. Lord, I Lord, I'm sorry. I know it's a fornication. you start. It means that you have not forgiven yourself, because God doesn't need two confessings to forgive. if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. When he asks, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Seller. Period. Once you ask, let it go. So, you confess, you forsake and you forget. It's done. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Let me tell you, a son of somebody who has forgiven himself. Who denied Jesus Christ? Talk to me. Who denied Jesus traitor? Go back to the house of the apostles and, and study Peter's message. On the day he was preaching at the day of Pentecost. Do you know what he said? You that deny the Son of God. Until you forgive yourself. You cannot say your mistakes as a testimony. So, if you refuse to forgive yourself, you are under oppression. No, no, no. no. That's what it is. Another oppression. If you refuse to forgive people, you are under serious oppression. Now, let me say this. Any time you don't forgive people, they control your destiny. Anybody you are holding controls your destiny. You can be happy meeting them and your mood will change. It means that they control you. And there are people sitting in church, dancing and jumping around. They are holding forgiveness And let me tell you something nothing grows faster than unforgiveness. It grows, it grows, it grows, it grows. Sometimes sin does not grow, but unforgiveness grows. That is why Jesus said that because of the nature and the way it which it grows, Jesus said, if you don't forgive, God will not forgive you. The reason is because it grows. When you grow from forgiveness it becomes resentment. You see him developing, they come to bitterness. They see him developing come to death. So unforgiveness starts growing and growing, they change its name. Now I'm no more forgiving. My name is a resentment. I have resent you. I don't want to hear your name. When I see you, I have a failing. When I hear your other name about your name similar, I get angry. Then by the time you are bitter, you are ready to commit murder. So all those who take people's life, they are bitter. If you don't forgive somebody, you are seriously and oppressing. The devil has you in his palm. I break the spirit of oppression from your life. Let your army be louder. Oppression brings the spirit of worthlessness with it. So you become very worthless. Become very worthless. Now let me say this. That is number 11. Is that right? Huh? Number 12. All forms of addictions are oppressive. All forms of addiction, pornographic addiction, sexual addiction, name them, masturbation addiction, all forms of addictions are oppression. Vibrator in your back, oppression. Masturbation, oppression. Whatever. All forms of ad- alcoholic addiction, food addiction. I mean, you see, let me tell you something. A lot of church people are not alcoholic, but they are food holics. And all of them are sick. All of them are sick. Somebody who drinks and somebody who overeats, they are all sinful. It's called gluttony. You eat. So, the way you cannot fast, then so, so? It's oppression. It's oppression. All forms of addiction, all forms of addiction are oppression. I see God setting you free. Now, I have Seven major. Among all the oppression, there are seven that are major. But we must pray before I explain. Stand to your feet. Hmm. So, watch this. Let me tell you something. Slave masters oppress the slaves. So, when Israel was in Egypt, they were under the bondage of their slave masters. And they were under oppression. Oppression. Oppressing. Hi-ya-ya-ya-ya. Oppressing. You can see yourself in the picture. It's an area in your life. You need more prayer than you think. I'm telling you, you can use sexual means to destroy your home and destroy your life. I have no respect for a man in church who commit adultery. God has no respect for you. I'm telling you, you are just digging your grief for nothing. You are digging. And if you are not lucky, you are sleeping with a witch. She will kill you. Nothing dangerous. There is nothing dangerous that like a man who has a wife who is going out with another woman. The other woman is a witch. Hmm. She knows his parasite. She knows that he's not a bona fide member. So he must finish you. It is in the Ten Commandments Thou shalt not commit adultery. If you see anybody who come to church and we preach holiness, he's angry. He's an oppression. The devil wants to isolate him and kill him. He use offense to isolate you so that he can kill you. Now, there are things you hear. Instead of repenting, you get offended. And repentance is a choice. You choose to repent. And can I tell you something about repentance? It's the only way out of distraction. Of repentance is the only way out of judgment and destruction. You repent, you are free. If you don't repent, judgment is waiting. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. You kneel down and say, Lord, forgive me. And when people repent, God embraced them. David slept with Bathsheba, but he repented. And God let him go. Amen. <laughs> when he said, I have sinned, Nathan said, you won't die. He's supposed to die. The wages of sin is death. He's supposed to die, Nathan said, you won't die. And he sang a whole hymn. He sang a, he wrote a whole psalm. He said, Creating me a clean heart. The heart that make me did it was the wrong one. Give me another one. Check your heart. Is it the right one? Mm. You are destroying your soul. Today I bounce in the scripture. and say, impatient possess your soul. Yeah. That's what Jesus said. He was talking about the end time, he was preaching about eschatology. And he said, You'll be persecuted, you will be hated by my sin. But impatient. Possess your soul. Yes. Possess it. <laughs> uh, also for today, that was what I was studying. Oh, I, I've looked at the book of Luke there about. Look something. Find this from Impatient possess your soul. But I like the way the New Living Translation. He was talking about men who hate me for your sake and, uh, and, and they will destroy you. He even spoke about the fact that woe unto those who that are with child at that time and who are, who, are, who are breastfeeding. See the tribulation was very strong. When you see the soldiers surround Jerusalem Impatient possess your soul. Thank you very much. Luke 2119. Then go to the New Living Translation. Look at the way he put it. By standing firm, you will win your souls. So, girl, girl, watch this. There is an evangelism you go for so winning, but this one is self so winning. So, you are evangelizing yourself. And you do that in patience. You release, you let it go, you forgive, you laugh, you receive rebuke. It has worked. It has worked. I'm preaching freely. I pray freely. I lift my hands freely. No, no. Everybody will be tempted the devil tempt Jesus, you tempt everybody. So you are not the only one who sees beautiful women. We also see. Those who are living pure life, they see women. Because after you mar- this is the principle of marriage. After you marry, you still meet women that are more beautiful than your wife. After you marry, you meet men that are more handsome than your husband. God has put the principle that way. That is to test your faithfulness. Now listen, this is a practical reality of teaching that you can only hear it here. Anywhere you go, they will tell you an answer story. I'll go straight to the point. I don't know why God gave me such a message, but that's the way I preach. It's very practical. I'm not going to quote Greek. There's no fornication. There's no Greek. Do you know Greek name for fornication? Yeah. But you fornicate. So I don't need to come and say, the Greek name for is a prakatoko kakos. No, a Germana A That's all. E-german. We tell you that you know. This is reality. This is reality. You can meet another woman and say, wow. You can meet another man and say, there are men that are more charismatic than your husband. You meet them, your heart clicks. It takes the Bible to say, no way. You think Joseph they didn't have a feeling? You think Mrs. Spotify is an ugly woman? Wow. He's from Dubai. Wow. Go and check the women that are there. Go to Dubai and look at them. They are so beautiful that their husband doesn't want them to show their face. So the devil will not tempt you with something you don't like. This Joseph God came from a generation that are no good woman. His grandfather's wife is Sarah. His his his, his, his that's his great grandfather, eh? His grandfather's wife is Rebecca. His mother is Rachel. And these are the women the Bible said they are beautiful. Yeah. Can you imagine Sarah was 70 years, but he was so beautiful. The husband afraid that he would die for his sake. 70 years, woman that his beauty attract kids. How was Sarah when he was 25? church, what? church, Sarah didn't have wig, wig, wait, oh, stop, stop, stop. So, by the time you see a young man that comes from such generation and he has seen his ge- Joseph, has his great grandmother's picture in his bedroom. This is Sarah. He has his grandmother's picture, Rebecca. And he has his mother, Rachel. You can't tempt her with a coco photo. You can't tempt him with a coco photo. If you are bringing a woman, if the devil is tempting Joseph with a woman, the Satan has calculated it well. From a book, oh, it's in my spirit when I'm walking. I walk with that. You must be a walking Bible to be delivered from temptation. Yes. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Do you know somebody The most dangerous people are couples who are hanging on the other couple's life. It means that you can marry, and the reason you are not committing fornication because your husband is around. If you separate himself from him and you travel six months at another country, can you stay pure? That one, you can only stay your base on the level of your relationship with God. Because when you are isolated, Satan can bring your appetite. So, as I travel over the world, whether my wife is there or not, I am hanging on authority of God's way. I'm hanging on authority of God's way. No, I'm hanging. Do you know the anointing that wrote the Psalms? Do you know the power behind it? It's one of the longest books in the Bible. David, do you know the anointing David carried? One day he said, that, I fasted and when they look at me, they shake their head. The sons were the product of fasting. How can such a man sit in his palace and look at a woman bathing and he couldn't handle it? Nobody was there. Nobody was around. David sent for Vesheba. Bathsheba came. When he saw Vesheba, he said, oh, and bodyguard Uriah's wife. He forgotten about it. When you get ready to sing and you don't have defense of the word. You forget any relationship. Yeah? You can sleep with your sister's, your wife's sister. You can sleep with your wife's mother. Recently, there was a case I read that the, 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 woman, the, the woman's firstborn impregnated her twice. So the guy impregnated his mother twice. Plus, 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 plus. Plus, I won't mention the first one, but all I can say is plus, 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 plus. That's what it is. <laughs> so it is not being born again or walking with the bath of a church that, that delivers you. Prayer does not even deliver you from temptation, it helps you and build your inner mind. What delivers you is the word inside, not just the word you have read, the word you have picked, light, meditated on, and walking by revelation. many of you are thanking God for the way this guy tell you the truth. Yeah. This is what it is. No. Now you think you are married so somebody's not interested in you. Oh. If nobody is interested, the devil is interested in you. Exactly. No. Somebody say if the devil has strength and he feel like if he sleep with people he could have tried to sleep with everybody. But because he doesn't have organs to sleep, he use people with organs. Uh. So he can enter you and use you. Sure. And the Bible says Satan entered Judas. So it is the devil that betrayed Jesus by using Judas as a contact, and Satan entered Judas. This one is not milk, this one is meat. So, why am I pretty like this? You are a firstborn, and tomorrow I'm going to tell you that you are going to become more firstborns. It means that now, after this prayer, God is going to raise more firstborn, firstborn billionaires, firstborn kingdom investors, firstborn factory builders. First born oil dealers. First born international business. First born. If they fail at elementary, they will not survive in university. If your strength fails in the day of adversity, your strength is weak. there is a word you use. I admire you have you ever admired somebody yeah that's so good you look at somebody, and say, wow this lady is man, i admire i am true." so where that man by the time i can say i admire you i just hold a word you can look at somebody and your your inner mouth will tell you wow i wish this guy is my husband has anybody think about that don't lift your hand people will look at you you don't even need to tell me. As as I, down, I My down, I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, these are the things people are dealing with it practically. There are women, eh, they have regretted for marrying their husband, yes, yes, yes. and they think the other guy be that they are close with you, a good guy, but they have never stayed with him, yes. Yes. they've never lived with him. Yes. No, it's not in the Bible, but I heard my grandmother quoted it. They say The devil, you know, yes. you are saying he's an angel, wait for him to come home. All of them are supernatural beings. The one you are calling the devil, the one you say is an angel, they are both spiritual. But wait for this one to come home. No. Are you getting the picture? Are you learning something here? Don't be careless because you are the first to open the womb. When I call prayer on the studio, stay at your room and pray. Be in your car and pray. I'm going to tell you the benefit of prayer in dealing with things like this. God is a good God. I say your God is a good God. Hey? one day one of my mentors had an encounter with god and what god asked him stay with me he said god walked to dream and said that i have a blessing for you if you are interested huh? it means that god has a blessing for all of us but are you interested your interest in god's blessing will determine your attitude towards him If I'm interested in receiving God's blessing, there are some things I won't do. Because all blessings of God are not automatic. They are conditional. If you diligently have to the voice of the Lord, your God, and do all that to show that these blessings are follow you. If you also rebel against God, then this can. So no blessings of God is automatic. There is no way the Bible says that oh, it doesn't matter what you do, I will bless you. It's not there. All blessings of God are conditioned. There is what you have to do to attract it. If you decide to stay away and go contrary, God stays away. Draw near unto me and I'll draw near. I am sitting down. When you, when you take one step, I also take one step. When you take one step backward, well, I take one step back. So the more you draw near to God in prayer, in fasting, God draws near to you. In holiness. Yesterday, I showed you the three pillars of the Christian life. Holiness. Prayer. Word. A man that prays, a woman that prays, a woman that is rooted in the way and is pursued with holiness, a kingdom star in the making, she will fall. Yes. Lift up your Williams, say, Father. Deliver me from oppression. Say, Father. Father. Father, Deliver me from oppression. oppression. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Veld Prayer Centre, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone plus two three three two seven four zero zero nine nine three three or 233 Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.